You are a valuable person. You're not a number. You're not an entry into someone's ledger. You could never be replaced with AI or anything else. You are incredibly unique. Your consciousness is nothing that could ever be bought or sold. I see you and you see yourself. So who is anybody kidding? The purpose of this show is to give you some encouragement to start your day and to help you get your best foot forward because your value is recognized here. If you're a small business owner, a wage worker, or someone trying hard to make it in these trying times, you are a hero. You are the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your politics or your religious beliefs or your traditions or your tribes, you are the value in this economy, and I see you. In a world of destruction and degradation, the world should see you for the value that you create. If you're working a job and you have to live in a shelter or in a car, this podcast is dedicated to you. You are seen and you are not alone here. Different people do different things when they wake up in the morning. Do you know what I do? First, of course, I smell the inside of my nose. Then I hold onto the bed and make sure I'm really here because I can barely believe it. Then I exhale and I step outside and make sure that the stars are still where they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every morning. And I suppose one might say I'm an empiricist. Things are just what they are, but it's a pretty scary idea for a lot of people. So we're going to talk about a topic today. And the topic is a guided dream that I had. Now, we're not talking about dreams today or guided dreams or different kinds of dreams, although that it's definitely going to be one of our short discussions in the future. Today, we're going to talk about a specific guided dream that I had and the things that we dream about as we get older, it's totally true that you start having crazier dreams. And this is a dream I had a few years back, maybe 10 years ago. So I will be right back after this ad. And Mark. Okay, thank you for sticking around. Um, we are going to be doing this topic about the show very briefly first if you want to leave a comment and have it read on the show that is something that you can do by paying for a comment at rumble or at buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast you can leave a paid comment or even become a member at my easytopian or two-minitarian membership levels and you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast to hear um, all about those membership levels. Um, you can get involved in the conversation at commercialherschel.substack.com. Um, you can have a discussion there about this topic and about this dream I had if you want, and I would love that. And if that is a stimulating conversation, I will also feature some of those things um, in the Friday Feedback Show. Uh, which is when I read the comments and revisit these topics from during the week. However, if you really want to guarantee that you are, that you are, you know, going to have your comment read and your point made, your reference, your book reference, your link reference, I will 
uh, encourage you to pay for a comment. I'm growing this podcast. It's a business. And that is the way that I am choosing to grow it. Okay, so the word epoch. Let's talk about the word epoch first and talk about the way that I'm using that term. Um, Here's some definitions just from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, I believe. Epoch comes to us via the medieval Latin from the ancient Greek epoch, meaning cessation or fixed point. Epoch, it could be epoche, I think it's epoch. In turn comes from the ancient Greek verb epikane, meaning to pause or to hold back. When epoch was first borrowed into English, it referred to the fixed point used to mark the beginning of a system of chronology. That sense is now obsolete. But today, epoch is used in some fields, such as astronomy, with the meaning an instant of time, or a date selected as a point of reference. The an event or a time that begins a new period or development sense first appeared in the print in the early 17th century and epoch has been applied to defining moments or periods of time ever since. So it's that final definition in the way that we're using it. An event or a time that begins a new period a new development. So we can think of an epoch in this sense, the way that I'm using it, as one of the earth cycles. Like as the earth goes through its cycles and the magnetic poles are diminished, we get hit with an asteroid and then there's a settling down and then the new epoch begins. That is what the way that we're using this today. So, the way I look at this is we are a Sisyphean species. Um, We advance and we're slapped down when a new cycle starts. It's kind of a, um, a joke that the universe plays on us. Like, we are going through space, we have these long stable periods, we're able to evolve into an advanced civilization, And just as we think we're getting our act together and we're at the top of the hill, the rock rolls back down the hill and we have to start all over again. We are a Sisyphean situation. And I think that is one of the reasons why when people say that they have these interactions with beings from other places, that it always seems like they're screwing with us. Because they already know. They already know we're not going to get anywhere. We're on this we're on this in this situation and they already know we're not going to make it. And they already have, if they're time travelers, they already know how it ends. So like they just laugh at us. They just mess with us. There's no point in them getting involved with us because we're just not going to be here very long compared to them. Okay, so there's different kinds of dreams. So I'm going to describe this dream I had. Um, and it was a guided dream, which means that there was somebody in the dream guiding, guiding me. I mean, it was a long dream. I mean, it was quite advanced, quite, you know, it only happened once and it was very vivid and I'll never forget it. So I started out with a friend, an actual friend in real life who I had known in the time that this dream had happened. Well, not very long after the dream, after the time that I knew this person and I'm friends with them. 
and we were climbing up a hill. And as we were climbing up, climbing up the hill, they were talking to me. So that indicates a guided dream when somebody is leading you somewhere and they are speaking to you about things, whatever it is. I don't really remember the conversation, but the significance is that they were guiding me. Okay, and we got to the top of the hill. And when we got to the top of the hill, it turned out into a plateau and there was a pond. And at the pond, there was a couple of people standing there. All right. So it was just like a total chance encounter with these two strangers. And I don't recognize them. I don't recognize these two people. And they told us to come into this room with them. And now at this point, the person I was with who was my guide is no longer my guide. This new person has become my guide. This new person in the dream is now the guide in the dream. So it starts as a guided dream and it continues as a guided dream with a different guide. So we go into the room and in the middle of the room there was this big rock. And it was just sitting there. And... So they, the guided person, the guiding person tells me to sit down and I look into this and he says, look into the, and like, we're looking at this rock and it's really weird. It's just a dreamy situation. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm staring, I'm looking at the rock in the middle of the room and I kind of started having like, uh, like, a something like an auditory hallucination within the dream or like a like a dream, but it was hard to tell if I was hearing something or seeing something. It was kind of in between hearing and seeing, okay? And so what I saw was the world. And the world was, there were like, I was, it was explained to me that there were people, there are two kind of different people in the world. One group of people are rooted in the place where they're from. Like they're always connected to the place they're from. It's like a part of their DNA. They are from that place in the world. They are from that spot of ground or they're rooted in the ground. They're rooted in the land that they're from. And I kind of saw people with like roots going into the earth. Like it was very strange. It's hard to explain how dreams work and how weird situations like, but that's kind of like what I saw or what I heard or what I felt. And then I saw other people who were not rooted people. They were more like travelers and they weren't home anywhere, but at the same time they were home everywhere. So we have these two different kinds of people in the world. And I was, it, it was explained that like, there have been successful epochs where there was a symbiosis for whatever reason. It could be anything, but like the people didn't have a conflict. They understood each other's roles. Like the people who were the traveling people who traveled around, they um, understood the role of the people who were rooted and the people who were rooted, they understood um the role and the value of the people who did all of the traveling around. And by having that relationship, they were able to make really strong and incredible technological advances. And they were able to accomplish a lot and even uh, maybe even 
you know, travel through time and space. Like they actually were able to figure all of that out or something. And maybe that's who some of the those crazy ships we see, maybe they're people from this planet's past who are just now they've they they've done so well that they actually know how to travel through time and come back and like look at their ancient roots or something who knows something along those lines there's a lot of what if ocity on this show you know there's not a lot of i know everything on this show it's a lot of what ifness okay so like you're gonna have to get used to that if you want to listen to my show there's a lot of storytelling and things like that but not in this epoch that we're in. In this epoch that we are in, that was a failed relationship. Like Cain, you know, killed Abel. That was the first uh, uh, time when an agricultural, monotheistic uh, culture uh, killed off a shepherding, hunter-gatherer type of culture to steal their land. Like that was the first genocide, basically. You know, and then it just kind of went on and on from there. There's so many examples like Genghis, Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great, Christopher Columbus. The Mayans were pretty brutal to the smaller tribes around them. The Aztecs were also, the Comanches were pretty out of their minds when it came to neighboring tribes. You know, there's just, for some reason or for whatever reason, during this epoch, our species just didn't make it. It wasn't resolved. There was no reconciliation. Uh, there was no real advancement. And it is essentially what I learned in this thing. My kindergarten class, I think, in this dream was that this is what would be considered in the big, giant scope of things as like a failed epoch. Like we failed. We are not even going to get close to be able, being able to push that rock up the hill, let alone like get get it to the top of the hill okay so then the room that i was in like opened up and we weren't in the room anymore and we were just standing on the pot like by the pond by the shore and we jumped into the pond and when i jumped into the pond me and my friend were still there like the person who was my original guy they were still in the dream with me but they weren't an active part of the dream, but their presence was definitely a part of it. Like they were always there and they were always like around it, even though they weren't um, like guiding me anymore. And I went in and jumped into the pond and I went down and there was a hole, like a light. And I went into the light of the pond that was down in the bottom of the pond. Like there was a light, like you go down and then I went like, I like went behind the shore kind of. And I went into that light hole. And when I came out of it, I was back on the shore again. It was really weird. I went into the water, came out of that, into that hole. And when I came, oh, I came through the hole, I was back onto the same shore that I started out on. And there was that guy again, the guide, whose face I didn't recognize. So he says, what is your question? Like, what's the question that you have? I can't remember his exact words, but he said, ask you, oh, he said, ask your question, ask your question. And I, I, I inferred from that, that he, that from what I had learned in that dream, that I had a question and he was right. And my question was, how do we fix it? And then we were back in the room again, but this time, instead of a rock in the middle of the room, there was like a bundle of sticks 
and they were smoldering and they had smoke coming off of them. So it was like this bundle of, of, of sticks with like a rope around them standing upright, like a, like, like standing on the edges of the sticks, like with a rope and they were like smoldering smoke. It was really weird. (laughs) Didn't make any sense. And, but then, then, then I started seeing things again. Like I started seeing birds, but like birds that I recognized, like birds from today, like a robin where I grew up in Michigan. I saw robins um, and I saw blue jays and I saw cardinals. And when they would open their mouth to sing, they sounded like dinosaurs. Like they would make these loud screeching noises like like a like a crazy like pterodactyl or something you know and so i thought well this these are their ancestors like these birds are the ancestors of the pterodactyls like so that means that that's interesting that they're doing that and so the way that i got an answer i think from that was to say the answer to my question was how can i fix it how do we fix this problem I felt like it was like, you can't like, this is who you are. You're in this epoch and this is the iteration of your species. So you, you have to do the best you can under the circumstances. You're not going to change yourselves. This is how you people are. Like, this is what you do to each other. And this is what it is. And it's terrible. And that's how you're going to have to de- You're going to have to deal with it, but good for you for trying, like good for you for trying to be, different and trying to evolve like you don't you shouldn't stop doing that but you just kind of have to do the best with what you've got here like this is the way it is because i think what it was telling me was that if you want to change it's going to have to be the next iteration like when the magnetic field in our earth weakens due to the pole shift and we get smacked by another asteroid, and we get wiped out, then maybe the next iteration of this species will have a different DNA structure, and they will be a gentler, more sensible version of the species that you are now, like the birds are a gentler version of their ancestors. Maybe in the future, you will be a gentler version of what you are now but forget about trying to change it now like just do the best you can that was a really somber moment when i woke up like i felt like wow like that's too bad (laughs) so so that's what it is but um i'm gonna come back uh after this ad and i'm gonna ask you the question for the day for you to ponder and just you know these are just this is a lot of what efficaciousness you know it's really not a lot of definite things here okay these are just ideas and the idea is to just kind of start your day off with something contemplative with not such heavy things although that was a kind of heavy subject to end up with there um, but again, you know, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast or go to commercialherschel.substack.com or go to my Rumble channel um, and you will uh, see 
the Herschel Sterling Rumble channel. And you can um, leave a comment there. And if you want your comment to be read on the Friday Feedback Show with 100% certainty, then the way to do that is to um, pay for a comment while I grow this podcast. Okay? Um, so here comes an ad, and I will come back um, with a question for you to ponder through the day. And... Mark. Okay, thank you. Thanks for sticking around. So here's the question for today. I talked about what epochs meant. I talked about how um, how these cycles go through, um, and how we get a different. We get a new chance. Our species gets a new chance with every cycle, and we fail and we succeed. And there might be successful iterations of our species traveling through space and time right now. We don't even know it. Um, but that we're in this one. So here's the question for you. If you would like to make a comment or about this question or anything else regarding what I talked about today. What is left for us during this cycle, this epoch that we're in? What is, how can we make the best of it? And how, how would you like it to end? Would you like it to end in calamity or would you like it to end with some dignity? How, what is left? What's left for us? This epoch. What have we left for ourselves? And how do you want to spend it? How should we spend it? Okay, if you want to leave a comment, go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast. You can leave a paid comment or even become a member at my Easytopian or Tumanitarian membership levels. You can go there and read all about that. You can go to my com um, commercialherschel.substack.com. That's also a good way to get involved in a conversation with fellow listeners. And if you want your comment to be read online, then make a paid comment and I will for sure read it. And you should put book references, any links that you have, anything like that. There aren't any super, super chats or anything like that because I'm not using Blue at Tube or any of the other legacy social media. It's not a part of the plan for the show. Um... But you're welcome to share my links for this show anywhere you'd like, including any of those outlets. I'm just not going to be coming there. Social media is like a bad parent. It is, it is, it violates your privacy, it wastes your time, and it sabotages your future. So I'm just not going to help out with that. So thank you again, and he and you have heard the question, what is left for us this cycle? Let's conclude with this. Let's conclude with this. This place where we live is not a joke. When I look up at the stars at night, when I look out over the hills during the day, I'm consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space, wailing through the galaxy. We're on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy 
that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seems immovable. That's incredible. We are a moment. We are an instant in an endless universe. And every event that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously in the snap of a finger. The instances of our existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular event. It's essentially over already. And it's hard to believe we're even experiencing it. I hope we can be here tomorrow. There are people who would say that makes us insignificant. I strongly, very strongly disagree. I think it makes us momentous. We are conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are each refractions of light from a single source of light. You are the individual and the whole simultaneously. You're a masterful, mysterious, and an anomalous paradox. I say that's rather significant. In the context of time, that our galaxy is here, in, and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context, the reality of your consciousness and your power to observe and manipulate matter to use space, the essence of your energy and your planning and the use of the time that you have in this three-dimensional plane. The influence of your refraction of the source is immeasurably exponential. It expands as far as you are able to observe into the universe. You are rare. There's nobody else. There's nothing else like you. You are a luminescent jewel that can shine on itself from within itself. You are significant beyond the perception of anyone else. You shine on yourself. You shine on others. What an honor that you shine on me. Now, smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now.